You found it. Your number one place for free English lessons on the internet. Learn American English with this guy. Don't forget to leave a five-star review if this podcast improves your English. And now, here's your host, this guy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And it looks like we are live. Welcome back to another English lesson. Today, we are going to practice reading in English. And that is one of the ways you can become a better speaker. Usually the reading and the listening comes first, and then it transfers into speaking. So today, with this news article, we are going to practice putting more vocabulary into your passive vocabulary. Passive vocabulary means words that you understand when you read them or hear them. Usually it takes a couple times for you to recognize those words before they get into your active vocabulary. That means you can actually use it when you're speaking. But This is going to be a pretty advanced English lesson today because the news in English, probably your language too, is written at a pretty high level. But if you can understand the news in English, you're a pretty advanced learner. So let's work on getting you to that advanced space. Maybe you're there already. I see Cecilia in the chat. She is an advanced learner. She's actually an English teacher. Fatoon is from Saudi Arabia. Oh, I'm so excited to hear that because one of the questions I will ask during this English lesson is, would you ever live in a city like this? And if you live in Saudi Arabia already, maybe you could live in this city. Probably not until closer to 2030, the year 2030. Apple, hope you're doing well. Moose is here. Welcome. Hamity. Harry's here. Harry's here. Yeah. Nice. So Harry says he just looked at that new city in Saudi Arabia. I mean, spoiler alert, I would live there. I really would. So let's look at the Amina is here. Oh, Amina was. Oh, it's gone. But she has been a channel member for 26 months, I think. That's over two years. That's when this channel first started getting memberships. So she's been around since the beginning. Amina, thank you. Thank you to all the subscribers. Thank you to all the channel members. Awesome. Thanks so much. Let's get into this article. I can bring it up on the screen. Boom. It's right there. And let's start with the title. The title is always a good place to start. It's usually in big, bold letters, and it usually gives us a lot of clues as to what the article is going to be about. 
A 105-mile-long city will snake through the Saudi desert. Is that a good idea? So this article is going to be posing the question, is this city a good idea? It's a pretty crazy city. Let's see if I can bring the picture down a little bit. And anytime you have a picture in the news, there is a good chance that you have a caption. And the caption is the words below the picture that tell you what the picture is about. And already we have some pretty advanced vocabulary there. We did talk about 105 miles. If you live in a country that's probably not the United States, I'm guessing you use kilometers. So this city is going to be 169 kilometers long. And if you look at that picture, it is going to be totally walled off. Whoa, that is is a a crazy English uh, phrasal verb, right? Walled off. That means just separated by walls. So let's read right at the below that picture. We are going to read the caption. The line, that's what they're calling this city. The line is an ambitious part of Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, his plan to diversify the kingdom's economy and remake part of its geography. So in that sentence, I have a feeling ambitious might be new for you and diversify. And at any time, if there are words that you don't know and I don't explain, feel free to leave the question right in the chat. I will be checking the chat from time to time. Good English teachers should be checking the chat just to make sure their students don't have any questions. So the first thing we did see in that lesson was snake. That was part of the title, snake. Now, let's bring it up here. Here, snake is being used as a verb. Did you know you can use snake as a verb? You may know the animal, it hisses, says something like that. It's an animal. Oftentimes it's green. It slithers. That's a verb we might use to talk about how a snake moves. But you can also talk about snake as a verb, something you do. So how would we do that? Well, if you look down at the bottom, I have a sentence for you with a definition. Snake can mean to wind through an area. When you first read that sentence, did you think it was wind? Like blowing wind? No, it's wind. It's wind. So let me show you what something winding or snaking might look like. If you're on the podcast, I'm sorry, you can't see this, but it moves like from side to side. I have a sentence for you where I use snake as a verb. I imagine many of you 
have to go shopping. I know Amina is in the chat. Oftentimes she shops on Saturdays. So here is the sentence where snake is used as a verb. I had to snake my way around the other shoppers just to get to the bread I wanted. So you can imagine it's probably a pretty busy supermarket and this person has to go around other customers just to get to the bread. I'll read that sentence one more time. I had to snake my way around the other shoppers just to get to the bread I wanted. All right, let me check the chat. We're just starting, so maybe not too many questions yet. But we don't want to go too far without talking to uh, some of the people in the chat. Apple the Frog already says, I wish I could go to the new city in Saudi Arabia. I agree. I agree. Wait, you brushed. Um, Fayez says, you skimmed my comment. Does that sound correct? Um, I would say, yeah, I would say skimmed. And if you skim something, you read it really quickly. So in this article today, we are not skimming. We're actually doing a deep dive on this article. Will snake as a verb. I suppose I will have to snake my way around the customers if I want to get that bread. You could use that. You could use that. How are you, my friend? Hope you're doing well. Okay. Audi says they will build a giant umbrella over the city. Now that makes sense because as we read this article, apparently it seems all of the weather will be planned. So I don't think you have to worry about rain if you're in this city, but it's in the desert. So you might not have to worry about rain anyway, but, um, you might not have to worry about too much sun. It's going to be nice and cool in there. Freddie Wolf is here. Is that you, Chef? Welcome. Hope you're doing well. All right, back to the article. Yeah, all right. I don't see any other questions. We're doing well so far. All right. And of course, Fatoon, anytime you want to add something to um, that you know about Saudi Arabia, please. Let us know. The next one. Let's pull this up here. So much to learn. And remember, if I am going too quickly for you, you can always watch this lesson again. I think another thing, two more words right here. Let me make it a little bigger. There was the word ambitious. It's an ambitious part of Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman's plan. So let's talk about what ambition is. Ambition is the noun. You can have ambition. You can describe somebody as ambitious. If somebody is ambitious, well, what does that mean? Well, actually, if you know in the chat, like I said, some very advanced English learners here, please put what you think the definition of ambition is. Anya's here. 
She has to head out. She's using an English phrasal verb there, meaning to leave her house. So she's not able to have a conversation. Hey, just so um, you have enough time to plan, if anybody would like to, and they are a channel member, after this, there will be a members chat. It will be uh, on this channel for members. Um, and there is a link to the, to the Discord. If you're a channel member, there are some channel members in here. Check out the Discord right after this. We'll have a conversation. And if you want to come on camera, there is a link for you. So check that out. I'm sorry that Anya will not be with us, but I hope you have a fun day. So ambition, ambition, feel free to leave it in the chat if you know it, but ambition means you have a strong desire to finish something. If you're watching this English lesson right now, something tells me you have ambition. You want to learn English. You have a drive. You have a desire to learn English. You have an ambition. Or we could describe you as ambitious. Got a sentence here for you with ambitious, strong desire. She was so ambitious that she learned English in two years. Come on. Two years is a long time. But who knows how good her English was after only two years. I know some of you have been studying English for a long time. You know. It takes a very long time to become good at English. So one more time, ambition means you have a strong desire to finish something. Okay. The person in the last sentence, they had ambition. They were ambitious to get that bread. They had to snake their way around all the other customers. Hope this helps. Also, in that little caption there, there was another verb that I thought was kind of tough. And that is to diversify, to diversify, to diversify something. It means to make it different. Diversity is the noun. So diversity is the noun diversify is the verb. So when you're learning English, you want to diversify your instruction. Sometimes you want to listen to podcasts. Sometimes you might want to read a news article. Sometimes you might want to listen to music in English. That is a way you can diversify your learning. You will do things differently. And that usually helps not doing the same thing. No way. Cecilia says some of my Argentinian, that's a cool, that's a cool word, isn't it? Argentinian. It's the adjective to describe something that's from Argentina. Some of my Argentinian English students who are engineers work with Saudi Arabians and the oil and gas industry. That's a good sentence right there, Cecilia. You must be an English teacher. Yeah, so I will leave that up on the screen for a second because everything in that sentence is correct and it's a pretty complex sentence. Let me read it one more time. 
just because I like saying Argentinian. Some of my Argentinian English students who are engineers work with Saudi Arabians in the oil and gas industry. Well done. Hey, Yulia. Yulia, you are here. How are you? Welcome. Like this sentence too. An ambitious person. A person who is eager to succeed. If you succeed at something, it means you accomplish it. You win at it. Now, I would argue that you should probably learn English for the rest of your life. You know, you're going to keep getting better and better at it, but always be reading in English, always be listening in English, and you're going to get so much better. Aisha, hope you're doing well. Salam. Salam alaikum. All right. Um, the next one, we're getting into the article now. I hope this is slow enough for you because this is a tough article, I think. Articles that use words like diversify, pretty tough to make things different. Hey, that's a big word in the United States right now. Diversity. Because for so long, let's talk about Hollywood movies. Most people have probably seen a movie that has come out of Hollywood. I'll leave that diversify up there. So there was a big move to diversify Hollywood movies for a long time. The 1950s, 1960s. It was mostly people who looked like me who were acting mostly people who were white. But not too long ago, there was a big move to diversify Hollywood, to make it look more like the people who live in the United States. So white, black, brown, Christian, Muslim, just a mix of what exactly the United States looks like. Different, diversity, diversify. Hopefully that makes sense. Oh, the next one. Teaming, okay? The next word we will stop and talk about is teaming. If you know what teaming is, put it in the chat. Teaming, not an easy word. I'm hoping most of these words we talk about today will be new for you. Teaming. Back to the article. Where are you? I will bring it all the way to the top of the screen and I will start reading there. A tall and narrow stripe of a city more than 105 miles long, teeming with 9 million residents and running entirely on renewable energy. That's the vision Saudi Arabia's leaders have for the line, part of a giga project that will reshape the kingdom's northwest. Okay, that paragraph, I think, had quite a few words that might be tough. A tall and narrow stripe of a city more than 105 miles long. Probably not too bad there. So this city is going to be tall and it's going to be narrow. The opposite is wide. So it's going to be narrow. 105 miles long, 169 kilometers. But there was that word there, 
teeming with 9 million residents. There you go. There's the definition. Teeming. Did anybody put that in the chat? I had it up on the screen for a minute. Ooh, this is a good one right here. Hey, also, Golden Eagle. I love this. I regard learning a language as a lifelong journey. Could not have said it better myself. Hey, also, Amina says, somebody who is ambitious is someone who is driven. Absolutely. Absolutely. Miranda, hope you're doing well. Hope you have a great day. Oh, gosh, Manuel. Uh, English is full of diversity. That would be the noun there. Um, English is full of diversity, meaning the same phrasal verb. Wait, no, no, the same. That would not be diversified. That would not be diversified. It'd be different. Diversity, different, starts with a D. That's how I remember it. Rain teeming down means pouring down and teeming is laden with. Love it. Yeah, um, let's not talk about rain, actually. Let's not talk about rain. Maybe, yeah, the rain was teeming down about a week ago here. Uh, let me get rid of this banner. So if you have been watching my English lessons for the past year or so, you would have noticed I had some decorations in the back. Well, no more decorations. We had a flood here. And if you look right at the bottom of the screen, somewhere down there, the walls actually cut. They, I don't know how to do this, but people who are very knowledgeable uh, cut out all of the walls where they had gotten wet. So there's no floor here. We're bare bones. Oh no, let's not talk about rain. Just kidding. But yeah, if anybody was wondering, why is it so blank behind him? Why is it so bare? B-A-R-E. That's why. We had a flood. Ouch. Mahmoud, you're not that late. We're just getting started. We're just getting started. Oh, this is good. Yes. In the summer, beaches are teeming with people. So in this city, they are calling the line the line will probably be teeming with 9 million residents. That means a lot of people. I hope that when you go on a picnic and you bring your picnic basket to a park, that your food is not teeming with ants. That would not be fun. That would not be fun. I do have, I think, a couple. Oh, look. Manual. Did you? Did you, do you have a camera in my house when I was doing my research for this? Manual, we came up with the same exact sentence, almost, right? This is manuals, summer beaches, teeming with people. I, I, I promise. This is the sentence I came up with a couple days ago. The beach was teeming with tourists. I thought that might be a little hard to say. So you can practice shadowing if you would like. The beach was teeming with tourists. That's not an easy word to say. 
tourists, tourists. And um, I think I need a little drink here. And I do have a little something here for you that uh, I got while I take a drink here. Hopefully this works. If this lesson is helping your English improve, don't forget to tap that like button and share it with a friend who's learning English. All right, did that work? Did you hear that? It was some guy. He said, if this English lesson is helping you learn English, I think he said, hit that like button and maybe share it with a friend who's learning English. For some reason, it did not come through on my headphones, but hopefully you heard that. The beach was teeming with tourists. All right, back to the lesson. Let's go. Let's make this big. Unless I have more team. Okay. No, the next one I thought might be tough is the renewable energy thing. Renewable energy. So a lot of the world uses oil and gas. When you get that from the ground, like it's gone. Like you can't, you have to wait for it to be produced again. And it takes like thousands of years. I'm pretty sure. This is not a science lesson. It's English. But in English, renewable energy are things like the wind and the sun. And solar power is power that we get from the sun. That's what we call it in English. So renewable energy comes from things like the wind and the sun. So as far as I know, the sun shines like all the time. And it will be shining for the next few billion years. So it's renewable. You don't have to wait for the sun to recharge. It's, it's always there. Wind, that's more or less always blowing. Or it will blow again. So that's what we talk about with renewable energy. Now, Saudi Arabia, if you know anything about that country, they have made a lot of money from non-renewable energy, things like oil. So this is going to be a little bit of a change for Saudi Arabia to try to power their city, the line, with renewable energy. And if it's in the desert, you got to think there's going to be a lot of sun there, right? A lot of sun in the desert. So the next one I have for you is Giga. If you look in that paragraph, it said the line was part of a Giga project. Giga. Anytime you see Giga in English, think a lot. Like think really big. But here, Giga projects are built to make money. So this project is going to be built to try to make money for the government or stimulate the economy. If something is stimulated, it means that it gets energy. So I'm hoping this English lesson is stimulating your ambition to learn English. Stimulate. Your brain gets stimulated when it finds something like really good to do. Maybe you're sleeping in the morning and someone is in the kitchen cooking your senses your sense of smell could be stimulated 
by the good smells coming from the kitchen, the good scents coming from the kitchen. Hope that helps. Let's check the chat. Make sure I am making sense. Yeah, and Harry wrote that sentence without teaming, and it makes perfect sense. The beach was full of tourists. Okay, mine was the beach was teeming with tourists. Means the same thing. He just used it um, differently, probably more naturally, right? But if you want to show off, you can use the word teeming. And the next time you, um, if the next time you uh, are in a conversation, you can use that to sound a little smarter or if you're reading the news. Because, like we said before, the news loves to use big words. Uh oh, is this is this getting political? Uh oh, Elena, this is Elena talking, not me. Don't get me in trouble here. While one country spends all its oil and gas dollars on destroying cities and killing residents of a neighboring country, another invests them in such ambitious projects. I like what you did there. Guess the name of the country. Are you are you trying to get me canceled, Elena? Whew. I'll let I'll let that go on in the chat there. My goodness, Elena. Try not to get too political here. Oh, by the way, at the end of this article, it's going to get a little political, and I think we will stop reading at that point. I don't want to get canceled by the Saudi Arabian government. Um, but if you know the name Jamal Khashoggi, just keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. It's so hard to read things without getting into politics. On my other channel, um, American English Guy 2 or English Guy 2, there's another channel I have. And we read an article about an American basketball player being detained in Russia. Anytime you talk about US, Russia, it's going to get political. Oh, and guess what? I have another article next week sometime about monkeypox. That can get political too, right? Monkeypox. What will they invent next? All right. Do you know Bob the Canadian? Hey, Bob the Canadian. Yeah, he is the uh, the OG of English teachers. Yeah, he is a mentor of mine. I watch Bob the Canadian as often as I can because I think what he does is amazing and uh, I want to be like him someday. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, Bob the Canadian is the best. All right, Brent, I'm from Mauritania. I know where that country is. It's in Africa. It's in the northwest part of Africa. Oh, my connection is, oh, it's very bad. I'm sorry, Mahmoud. Mauritania is how you say that in English. Mauritania. Well, welcome. Is that, we're not going to get too political with Mauritania either, but is that Western Sierra or Western Sahara? Yeah. Is that that, is that that country that might exist? Might, I don't want to get canceled. Let's move on. Let's move on. 
All right. Hey, Mega, I like that. Brent is also the best. That's good. Bob, the, we all know Bob the Canadian's the best. He's the best. All right. But that's very nice of you, Noriko. That's very nice of you. But hey, I, I can have my opinion. My opinion is Bob the Canadian is the best. I like that guy. He's a good guy. All right. Um, back to this. I hope it's um look at this. Water is also thank you, Freddie. Water is also renewable energy. Where I live a hundred years ago or so, water was a big way that people used energy in factories because I live near a river and that river supplied a lot of energy at one time. Yeah, you would think, right, Manuel? Sun and wind, sun and wind. Like there's a lot of it out there in the, in the desert. All right, let's continue with this. Make me small, make the article big. I think we talked about everything in that paragraph. So this paragraph is going to go on to the next page. Newly revealed design concepts show a futuristic walled city. Its open interior is enclosed on both sides by a mirrored facade. Jeez. That's not easy. But let's talk about like futuristic walled city. Futuristic. It's just, it's an adjective. And it's talking about how it might look like in the future. So this walled city isn't exactly like present day. It's something like you would see in the future. And to describe that, you can say it's futuristic. Futuristic. Some of the cars that are being built today with computers inside, if you think back to when like I was a kid, people my age were kids, you would think, whoa, that car is pretty futuristic. It has a computer inside? Wait, it can drive itself? It's pretty futuristic, if you ask me. I, uh, the next one, I think we had facade, right? Wasn't, didn't it say facade? Yeah, and it's got that little accent below on the C, right at the top of the screen, facade. Well, if you are wondering what facade means, it's right there at the bottom of the screen. Facade can mean the front of a building. And when I see that front of the building, facade, I think of face. So it's like the face of the building. It's usually quite big, quite felt, quite flat. The building's facade. So it's a fancy way to say the front of the building. But the way that you might hear it with people starts with F also, it's fake. If somebody is being fake, they might have a facade. So again, you can think of like the face, fake, they all start with F. And I have a sentence for you here. On the outside, the man appeared happy, but it was all a facade. He was actually very sad. So if someone has a facade, it means on the outside, they look a lot different 
than how they feel on the inside. Hope that helps. Facade. It's a pretty fun word to say, just like Argentinian. Let's check the chat. Make sure that we're not that we're not missing anything. Hey, Apple. Well, that's very nice. Apple from uh, Thailand says Brent and Bob are both the best. There's a lot of bees in that sentence. Brent and Bob are both the best. That's like poetry. I like that. Thank you. Mm. Yep. I often, I am often, I'll be under like speak English with this guy. I am often in Bob's streams in there. I don't have to teach. I can just talk to people like Harry. Harry's in there quite a bit. Hey, Marty. I'm so glad Marty was able to join. Guess what? Marty, he's from Saudi Arabia. So I'm wondering, Marty, would you live in the line? Would you live in this futuristic walled city? Oh, the why is the topic uh, Saudi Arabia? Well, this was just a, a news article. A lot of people in the United States were talking about it. So I thought, let's do a news article on the channel while teaching English. And this article has a lot of difficult vocabulary. So I thought this would be a good way to learn some English and also learn a little bit about what's going on in other places. Hey, I think Aisha is wondering what can she do to learn the English language? I think you're doing the right things. YouTube is a great resource. There are a lot of English teachers just like me doing the same thing, teaching English, and it's all free. It's great. YouTube. I love YouTube. All right. Freddie from France. Facade. French word means the front of houses or buildings. Love it. Thank you. Uh-oh. I don't know. I hope not, Manuel. Breakup in relations between China and the USA. I don't know. I think we need each other, right? We need each other. Keep those uh, prices low for everybody. All right. Elena is wondering if I have ever heard of a similar project in the U.S., and I can't think of another one. I think this project is totally unique. And as we get further on in the article, a lot of people think that this might not be a good idea. So I think Saudi Arabia is the first to try this. If it works, who knows? Maybe other places will try to do the same thing. But they're also going to be trying to put people in a place that people don't normally live, like the desert, or at least 9 million people in the desert, it's risky. It's a little risky. So I think other countries might be looking and saying and thinking, hmm, if this works, we might do it. But let's see if it works first. That's what I'm thinking. All right, the next one here. Get rid of that. Oh, do we read this one yet? No, we are going to. We're going to read 
monolithic. That's how you pronounce that monolithic. And when you hear that, think of something really big. A lot of times it's like really big rocks. Those are monoliths. Try to say that monoliths, not easy. Just like clothes monoliths. Mm, It's tough, but monolithic might be a little easier. And it does mean huge. And this city is going to be described as monolithic. Huge. I mean, 169 kilometers. Yeah, that's huge. Facade we read. So I think we ended right here. Stretching from the Red Sea eastward across the desert and into a mountain range. A mountain range is just a bunch of mountains side by side. That's a mountain range. Not just one mountain, many mountains right next to each other. Details emerge about the monolithic city. Remember, monolithic means huge. Or, as one of our U.S. presidents used to say, yoge. You know, oh no, let's not get too political. Donald Trump, a former U.S. president, when he said huge, he used to say, yoge, yoge, it's going to be yoge, going to be yoge. Let's check the chat here. We just lost 10 viewers because I mentioned Donald Trump. Oh no, I did it again. We lost another 10 viewers. Just kidding. All right, monolithic. It's a synonym with ginormous. I like that word. That's fun to say. And both mean yoge. Both mean big. Yoge. Oh yeah, Natalia, you just you just you're just arriving. Hello. Yes, this might be helpful to anyone just getting here. Sorry about this question. No. Never be sorry about good questions. But you are talking about a new city being built in Saudi Arabia. Yes. Is it just for a selected group of people? Now, that's a good question. And I'm not sure there are going to be projected. We will talk about that word soon. Projected is when you predict something. So this big city, this ginormous city is projected to have 9 million people in it. So I'm not sure if you can apply to get into this city if you're not Saudi Arabian, but it does seem like it probably is just going to be mostly for Saudi Arabians. Yep. Hey, great comment here, James. Yeah. Definitely some risks with this. Lot, lots of money. Lots of money. We will find out almost one trillion, with a T, one trillion dollars. And if you've ever had a house built or your city has built a new high school like our city is doing, At the beginning of the project, they say, oh, it's going to cost $50 million. It's a pretty expensive school. 
but by the time they finish, it's like $60 million. So at the beginning of the project, they are saying this should cost nearly almost $1 trillion. It's probably going to cost more than a trillion dollars, right? Chef Cat, he says, I love Donald Trump. Are we, you're trying to cancel me. Are you trying to cancel me? Yeah, 10 views. They're gone. They're gone. Just now, Chef Cat mentioned Donald Trump. There goes another 10 views. Mm. John says, I'm glad to see you in the studio again. Yes, it looks quite different than it did before. Yes. Natalia, facade and face. Yeah, think of those two. Well, Madi's saying, finally, your home is prepared. It might take another year to get back to normal. Um, we will be bringing people in to fix the walls, to put down the floor, but we're getting there. We're getting there. All right, Manuel says, bear in mind. It's a good one there. Just like, remember, you know, be thoughtful. Keep this in mind. Bear in mind. Barely people are walking in the streets in Saudi Arabia because it's hot. Yeah, Mahdi, maybe you could tell us a little bit about that. So cities need to be built where you can live inside, not outside. Yeah, and if you look at what is being done in the United Arab Emirates, Dubai, I mean, that's in the middle of the desert, but what they are doing there is they realize that, okay, we are making a lot of money on oil right now, but oil is not a renewable resource. It will run out one day. English phrasal verb there. The oil will run out one day, so we want to make our money through tourism. It's in the middle of the desert, but I heard you can go skiing snow skiing in the middle of the desert. Yeah, great point, Manuel. Great point. All right, Amran. Saudi Arabia has a great economy and it begins to use its fortune to make more income. Very smart to do, right? Because that oil will run out one day. But if we can use some of that money in a different way, might be a good idea. One trillion. Is it the whole country's budget? I don't know. I know the US has a budget of like several trillion. Saudi Arabia probably has more than a trillion. Joel Bento, hope you're doing well. Welcome. Samra, how are you from Turkey? Hope you're doing well. Good question, Freddie Wolf. Donald Trump, who is that guy? Who is that? Never heard of him. Never heard of him. Gloria. Hi, Brent. Hey, Gloria. This class is really interesting with all the comments people are sharing here. Have a great weekend, everybody. Yes. Now, I can't say how I am as a teacher, but I will say the people who watch this channel are the best. That is for sure. And some have been with the channel for over two years. 
I know people like Amina, Cecilia, if they are still here, Madi, have been with the channel for over two years. And they're always fun in the comments. I mean, we mentioned we mentioned Donald Trump. And yes, we lost 50 viewers, but nobody's getting mad in the comments. We're just having fun. Just having fun. Hey, he was my president, not yours. So we don't, you don't have to worry about him too much. But Aisha says Saudi Arabia is the best. All right. All right. Uh, Mahmoud, modest. Is that a common word? It is actually. Um, see, I would like to think I'm being modest when I say I'm not the best English teacher. If somebody is modest, they're not bragging. They're not bragging about something. Okay. Oh, you're, you might hear that like, oh, you're being modest. If somebody says, you know, I'm not a really good writer, but they are a really good writer. You could say, oh, you're being modest. No, you're, you're better than that. Also, we could talk about modest with money. And it means like not a lot in a good way not a lot in a good way. So you could say somebody makes a modest living. That means they, they make okay money. They're not rich, but they have everything they need. This city, the line in Saudi Arabia, we could not describe this as modest. This is ambitious. This is going to require a lot of money, a lot of energy, a lot of drive and desire to get it done. So, okay. So we do have a Saudi Arabian expert in the chat. Mahdi says the North where the new project will be has cool weather because it's almost located close to Jordan and the temperature is cooler. Okay. Interesting. And they said it was also near the Red Sea. So a lot of times when you're near an ocean or the sea, it could be a little cooler. Usually in the north, things are cooler. At least where we live in the northern hemisphere. If you live in Argentina or Brazil, it's the opposite. The further north you go, the hotter it gets. But Saudi Arabia is north of the equator. So that makes sense. Mahdi says... It's further north, therefore, it's cooler up there. All right, Golden Eagle. English has a huge amount of words, especially while reading. How often do you think you encounter a new word? And do you look it up or predict? Make connotation by the context. Oh, this is good. What, adv what do you advise us to do? This is a great question. And it's so big that it's bigger than my face. Um, this is a good question. So the first question is, how often do I see a new word? So it definitely depends on what I am reading. So if I'm reading the news, if I'm reading this article, I think there was one word I had to look up. There might have been two. So since I'm teaching it, I wanted to know every single word just in case somebody asked about it. But a lot of times, it just depends on what you're reading. If you're reading for fun or if you're reading for pleasure, 
and you know most of the words around it, Golden Eagle mentioned the connotation from the context. And when we talk about context, that means all of the words around it. Most of the time, if I'm reading just for fun and I come across, English phrasal verb there, if I come across a word I don't know, unless it's like super important, I just guess at what the word might be. So it just depends on what I'm reading. But great question right there. Yeah, I hope that helps. I hope that helps. All right, uh, Mahmood, what's the difference between grateful and thankful, right? Thankful with an A, it's it's the same. Yeah, you're just, you're happy you have something. So I'm thankful for everyone watching right now. I'm grateful for you watching, and I hope that you are learning English. Oh gosh, Amran, how much money have I spent uh, for fixing the house? That is uh, basically TBD, okay? Let's, um, let's learn that word right there. TBD, to be determined. <laughs> I don't even want to think about it. Um, yeah, I've heard maybe 20, 25,000 US dollars one night of rain. Um, but luckily insurance we pay for years. We have been paying to an insurance company. So when bad things happen, they help us take care of it. So hopefully insurance is, is going to do everything so far. They have done everything. Okay. So it sounds like a lot of money, I think insurance will help it out. Wait, what? Who is Bob the Canadian? You don't know Bob. If you don't know Bob the Canadian, you should get to know Bob the Canadian. Yeah, look him up. Bob the Canadian. Great English lessons every week. Um, Brent. Yeah, I mean, I could get a loan. I could definitely get a loan. The, not to get too much into the house thing, but... Um, if you are a homeowner, you may know this. Usually any money you put into your house, put in, like if you put on a new roof, if you put in a new kitchen, that money is going to help you anyway. If you ever resell your house, you will make that money back. So it sounds like a lot of money and it is. But the way the U.S. economy is going with housing, you know, you're you're never really out of uh, out of money with a house eventually. But th this lesson is about uh, something different. How do you know this news, Brent? Oh, I knew it from you actually. Oh, good, good, nice. Yeah, I found it fascinating. Uh, a city being built in the desert, this futuristic city. So uh, I wanted to, to talk about it. All right, let's go back to the article here just to make sure we're teaching some English here. Got a little sidetracked. Got a little um, distracted from the comments. I love the comments. Love the comments. 
Okay. Oh, yes, yes. Bomb the Canadian is going live in about an hour. He is. He is going to do a question and answer session, a Q&A. Yeah, do it. Okay, Cecilia says, I urgently need $40,000 right now. Any ideas? Um, well, Cecilia, you're an English teacher. So teachers make a lot of money, don't they? <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm sorry. That's uh, I hope, I hope that's a joke. Hope you don't. That's a lot of money. $40,000. Uh, I'm not a member, but I adore these lessons by teacher Brent. Yeah. You don't have to be a member. You don't have to be a member. Most of the English on this channel is free. If you would like to become a member, there is a link somewhere there and there are bonus lessons. If you're a member and you're just joining here, check the discord because after this lesson, we will be doing a member's chat. And if you would like to come on camera with me, it's going to be totally private, um, but we can chat and there's a link I can send you in the discord. Oh gosh, Cecilia. Well, um, Cecilia, if you want to uh, continue the chat uh, after, we'll, we'll have that. Uh, for members there. Okay. Noriko, I was just wondering about reading books, waiting for your lesson. Should I look up a new word, but I'm reading it for the sake of it. I don't want to stop reading. Thank you for giving us great tips. Okay. So this is definitely just going to be an opinion. So a lot of times when you're, you're teaching English, I may have one idea another, Hey, Bob, the Canadian might have another idea. This is what I would say. If you're reading a book and there are one, two, three new words per page, that's at a good level for you. Keep on reading. Don't look the words up. Now there are some words when I am reading in English, there are still words that I don't know. And if it looks like an interesting word, I will stop and I will look it up because I'm a word guy. I, I like words, but it just depends. I don't think there is a wrong answer. My idea is that if you keep reading and you don't look up the word, your brain will see more words in that period of time. So if you stop reading um, and look that word up, all of that time is wasted on other words you could, you could read. But I mean, if it's a really cool word, sometimes it's worth stopping like, whoa, I've never seen that word before, but it's interesting. Let me look it up. And a lot of times when I'm studying my Italian, I will do it on the Kindle. That's what we call it in English, the ebook Kindle. And to look up a word I just hold my finger on the word and a dictionary pops up. So it might take me three, four seconds to look up that word. It just depends on my mood that day. Hope that helps. Hope that helps. A real quick question. What's the difference between money and cash? No real difference. 
Like you might have money in the bank. That's not cash. Cash are the bills and coins in your hand. We might call it cold, hard currency, but I think we use those two terms pretty interchangeably. Hey, how much cash do you have in the bank? You know, there's no real difference there. No real difference. All right, what's this? Honza, please, can I ask you, how popular is a trade union in the U.S.? Um, it just depends. Um, uh, as a teacher, I am part of a union. Yeah, that's it's it's pretty complicated with unions. Some workers are unionized. That's the verb. Some workers are unionized. Some are not. Uh, for some professions, it's illegal to create a union. So it just depends. It depends on the profession. Uh, teachers. We definitely have a union, but if you work at a convenience store, you know, you don't have a union. It, it just depends. Just depends. All right. Okay. Mahmoud, Jamie, she was on earlier in the week and I think we are working on an English lesson together, um, about shopping, about shopping. So I need to go. I need to go. There is going to be a members chat right after this. If you are a channel member, check the discord because you will um, have a link to the video right after this. We'll spend about a half an hour in there chatting. Hope you all enjoyed this lesson. Watch it on replay. If you need to, please don't forget to subscribe, hit that like button, all that stuff. Hey, oh, I forgot to show you my shirt. I got a merch store now. It says learn English, make friends. Check that out if you want to show off your English learning. All right. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. Hope you increased your English vocabulary just a little bit during this last hour. All right. See you soon. Adios, amigos.